0: Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution. And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who
1: believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us.
0: Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world, Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share light-hearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as women. Hello, and welcome to another episode of She Is Wise. We are so happy to welcome you here. And today's conversation is, well, hopefully it'll be quite an interesting one. It's all about what is your purpose. So I'm going to first up say my opinion and Erin's opinion of purpose. Like we think about it slightly differently to perhaps the rest of the world. So we're going to be kind of talking about that in quite a lot of detail. And to just give you a little bit of a hint about that, it's one of the things that I find really frustrating with the word purpose. And I'm doing my air quotes thingy there is that there's so much pressure and so much expectation around what is a very like little word, really. And I really want us to be able to talk and discuss a little bit about like why there's so much pressure around this, like finding your purpose and actually how else it could possibly look. So as I always do, I'm going to throw over to Erin and be like, so mate, what does purpose mean to you? Because my purpose is
1: to be your segue. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's finally got the memo. (laughs) Um, For a start, I think purpose is such a badly framed concept in terms of, you know, whether you're talking about self-development or personal growth work, or whether you're talking about spiritual work, if you're talking about self-mastery or healing, like any of that sort of stuff, purpose has been framed into this thing where we should all strive to know what it is and then we should all honor it by just doing that, right? And I don't think for me that any of that feels good. I don't want to strive for a destination. I want to enjoy the journey and I want to be okay with where I'm at. And when it comes to that concept of having to live in your purpose, I don't buy the fact that we only have one,
0: Mm.
1: right? I mean, you can look at it and say, okay, as women, We have a hat as a partner, we have a hat as a daughter, we have a hat as a friend, we have a hat as a parent, we have a hat as a business partner, all of those different versions of us out in the world, not all of them have the same purpose, Mm. I don't think. I think it's a very human concept or very human construct to say we have one purpose, it's a
0: linear path, and that's it. Mm. Well, it puts so much, it, it's put so much pressure on us. Like, what if you don't find your purpose? Well, you're basically screwed. Certainly, I mean, I hear a lot of clients and we see a lot of comments in our group about, you know, well, I don't know my purpose. And that means that I'm, you know, I haven't found it yet. I'm still looking. I I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. And like, there's so much pressure when you're in mm. that sort of striving to find it that actually I don't think it's going to be particularly easy to find when you're in that space anyway. Because, I mean, some of the descriptions of purpose that I like, I really like, um, I think it's Margie Worrell talks about it as being the intersection of your strengths and your passion. Now that I like. I like the idea of like finding out, you know, what is it that you're really good at and what are you really passionate about and finding something that sits in that. But I kind of think calling that your purpose, I think it's more like maybe that's what you should be, you know, just focusing on for now because that's going to change. Like my strengths have changed hugely over the past 20 years my passions have changed hugely over the last 20 years so actually having that as the description of it doesn't work because it's so interchangeable and I think that's something Mm. that we perhaps don't always realize is when we're looking for our purpose we feel like it's perhaps it's going to be the one thing that's going to like change our lives and everything's going to be like different and better as soon as we know our purpose yeah but that's not true. And also if we use that concept that we have to understand what our strengths are, well, that means we have to go through the really awkward process. And we know this because we did it earlier this week is like, what is your unique zone of genius? You know, what I'm really good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like We are so not taught to do that. We, you know, like it feels hugely uncomfortable and we were doing it with each other in messaging, just being like, so what's your zone of genius? What are you really good at? And I'm like, um. what am I really good at and like having to fight every single like bit of my being where like to say something nice oh god but I'm showing off if I say this like it feels so uncomfortable and I think that's one of the problems with you know women trying to find their purpose is that we've been so taught not to acknowledge that we're good at anything mm-hmm. that we then have this like expectation that we should be able to find what we're, we're really good at and what feels really good to us but we actually don't want to say it out loud or, or can really share it with the world because that would go against everything we've been taught so it's such a loaded word yeah and I think can just create a load of pressure that is really not necessary there's enough other stuff that pre- creates pressure
1: Yeah, I think the thing for me around purpose, like I said, it's a really human construct. And I come at it with the lens of we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Part of that understanding that I have around that, that I've navigated my way to, is that we have human experiences to serve us on a soul level, right? So we come to this human experience with a lesson or a, a collection of lessons that we need to learn. There is a reason for this lifetime being ours. And part of what we need to do when we're talking about purpose, I think, is accepting that actually in this moment, being present in this moment and living fully in this moment and engaging with everything that is happening for us right now is actually our purpose. That's it. Full stop. Because if we go further into it and we start to navigate our way towards, well, it has to look this particular way, then we're closing ourselves off to all of that other stuff, that divine timing and guidance and all of those things are bringing to our consciousness so that we can do the things that we're here for.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's really interesting that you say that, that when you break it down, that purpose, it's so useful to understand. And I think it's a useful word and concept to dive into. If for no other reason, it allows you to do what you've just talked about, to actually be present and be where you are at the moment and use that as your driving force. But I think if we could get more into our purpose being about how we want to feel and how we want to show up in the world rather than what we're actually doing, so making it, moving it into that more feminine construct of being, rather than doing i think it could be a really really powerful way of changing like the pressure that we put on about it because all that pressure comes from it needing to be you know worked out in a very linear way it's it's all about the fact that you do this and you do this and you do this which is all very very masculine energies and if we could actually start to shift that and actually look at it from that feminine intuitive side like how much easier and nicer would that feel? Like there would there would be less pressure. You could explore it in a really expansive way, rather than being like, "Oh fuck, I've got to find my purpose and I don't know what it is." And because I can't find it, that means I'm really shit at it. And I, maybe I don't have one. And so what's the point? Like you yeah. know, you can easily like spiral into a, well, what's the what's the point? I, I'm done. I, you know, I've got no purpose, so I'm just going to carry on. You know, doing what I'm doing, and and that's all I'm that's all I've got in the world, and just yeah. live with that deep uncomfortable sense that you know that there's more, but you don't know what it is. You don't know how to ask for it. And actually, perhaps you shouldn't. Whereas if we moved into that, like expansive feminine space, I just think like the conversations you could have with others, with yourself, like it just feels so much nicer. Yeah. And I think that would be really cool.
1: Yeah. Right. It's not like purpose is not like your bloody car keys. You don't have to have it to be able to move forward. Right. It's not the same thing. And I love that you went into that feminine and masculine discussion because that is the great irony I think when it comes to purpose is that when we're talking about purpose we're actually talking about that deep soul level stuff and yet we apply all of this masculine energy to it and immediately it feels so deeply uncomfortable because we're striving and we're pushing and we are in that linear space and what if our purpose is just to follow the nudges at any given moment. And sometimes it'll take us in a complete tangent. Sometimes it'll turn us around. Sometimes it'll carry us forward. If that was our purpose and our reason for doing things was that we were guided to it and we were being who we want to be and who we are here to be rather than worrying about what we do, then it changes the way that we frame purpose For ourselves, but it also allows us to live a more purposeful life.
0: Mm.
1: Right. And I think that's the disconnect for me around what people talk about when they say, my purpose is this, or I'm trying to find my purpose. Actually, we just need to live purposeful lives. Mm. We need to do things with intention. We need to show up in authentic ways and we need to engage with people and connect with people on a deeper level. That is the purpose for life. Mm. And that is much more fulfilling. And it serves us and others on a much deeper level than going after a purpose and then getting into that masculine energy and saying, well, if I'm on that path, that's it for me. And that's how my life looks now.
0: And it's also way easier, like living a purposeful life is way easier than having to like, you know, work out exactly what your purpose is. And you know, and then what if you find your purpose, and you start doing it? And it's like, Oh, actually, I don't know if this is my purpose, it doesn't feel quite as cool as when I was starting to look into it. So I think you're absolutely right. If we could be more purposeful, a the pressure would be a lot less, it would be a lot easier, maybe then everyone would be able to sort of have a little bit more fun with it. And I think we get so caught up in this need to be seen to be doing you know something of value something important that we forget actually we're so much more than that you know we've got so much more to give than what what it is that we're perceived to be doing it's like it's the nuances of it all that's important it's actually how you're showing up for the people that you love the things that you're putting out into the world the energy that you're bringing into any situation that stuff is really important and yet it's just not valued in the same way So I think that's really important that we have these conversations. And if anyone's listening and thinking like, I don't know what my purpose is, seriously, stop stressing about it. Like we can definitely help you find the direction that perhaps would bring you more joy and more excitement, like would fill your cup up. But in terms of worrying about that actual purpose, I think it's something that if we all just took a little step back and said, actually, what can I do to be a more purposeful person? I think everything could be a lot, lot easier. I agree.
1: 100%. You know, when often when we talk about what is our purpose, you know, I say we, I don't have this conversation with people, but if I'm talking to someone in that, like I don't know what my purpose is or I'm trying to find my purpose, it's all very inward facing. Mm-hmm. And a large part of the work that you and I are here for and a large part of the value that we have around what we do in the world is that it's not about being inward facing. It's not about fulfilling some sort of like self-serving prophecy around who we're supposed to be or what we're supposed to do. It's about understanding that we are here to contribute to the collective in a meaningful way. And to do that, we have to show up. We have to be authentic. We have to be compassionate and loving and all of those things. And for me, it's just a bit disconnected. When we're talking about purpose, we're really talking about like, I don't feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. Right. And actually, if you look out in the world, I think the better question to ask is, what does the world need me to
0: do? How can well, I meaningfully contribute? Well, the whole thing with, you know, what is my purpose? It allows you when you're not doing it or when you're striving it to go really deeply into those, like those big fears that we all carry, that, well, I'm not enough you know, the fear of rejection, you know, the fear of being unworthy, like literally holding a platter out for you to dump all of those things on. And, you know, focus on that. So yeah. it's, it's really interesting. And, and a lot of coaches do really focus about like finding your purpose. And, and there is definitely some benefits to understanding what lights you up. Because I think, again, as humans, we do need to be doing things with our lives that bring us joy and that light us up. And we don't put enough value on that it's almost a little bit self-centered to be just doing just doing work that lights me up and you know I feel I feel wonderful that feels quite wrong but it goes back to that if your cup is empty if you're not having that filled up then you actually can't support and help anyone else around you and Mm. actually that's fundamentally what we're here to do like the whole human existence is about connections and belonging But it's really difficult to build connections and really belong if you don't actually know who you are or what's going on. But the purpose question gets so tied up with what we should be doing that it kind of it's lost its point. It's become too much about what job you do. Like There's just too many constraints around what it should be. Because, you know, often one of the things that I always found really interesting is when people work in the sort of more, you know, spiritual healery type spaces because they're following their purpose then they find it really difficult to charge what they're worth because it's something that they are so, you know, it's so part of who they are that it feels really difficult to charge for it. So it's completely undervalued, the work that is done by people in those spaces. And I think that's the problem with purpose because it's basically like, what job are you going to do? It's just not right. <laughs> it's just not right. It's I think purposeful. The, I love the way you said that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is like when you work with, And, you know, I've certainly had coaches reach out to me and say, you know, I'm a coach that helps women find their purpose. To me, what that's doing is actually saying, I'm going to ring fence that person and say, this is what they can do. Mm -hmm. This is what they are here for. And I don't believe that we're as finite as that puts us in. That basically puts us in a box. And we spend our entire lives as women trying to get out of boxes that other people place in front of us. And then we go and try and find one for ourselves. Are you crazy?
0: Um, And we don't even find the right shape box either. It's just like, that's just a box I'm getting in and I don't care if it fits.
1: (laughs) Yeah, And I guess for me, like, you know, yeah, there is that purposefulness that needs to be, like, we need to be aware of that. But also, you know, if we're going to look for our purpose, then surely our purpose is to do things that light us up and allow us to light the world in the way that we can. It's about being able to honor our own needs as well as the needs of those around us. And it's all of like, I don't believe that we necessarily come to this lifetime with this big benevolent purpose that we're supposed to put out into the world and be like, look, this is what I'm capable of. Yes, I enjoy doing it. Yes, I can make money doing it. Therefore, that is my purpose. You know, I believe that part of my purpose of coming to this lifetime was to reconnect with you and to do this work together. Mm. I also believe that part of my purpose was to come and learn from my son, who is an incredible source of spiritual awareness for me. He brings so much to the table that I have had to navigate and explore and excavate my own stuff around. That's absolutely part of why I am here. I'm also here because I firmly believe that I was supposed to reconnect with my grandmother. So, you know, that was a relationship that was pivotal for me as a child. And now as an adult, I've reconnected with her and spirit, you know, so that's part of the purpose of this lifetime for me. I don't believe it's one thing. And if we put ourselves into a box and say, we have one purpose in this lifetime, we're doing ourselves a disservice, but we're also doing the world a disservice. We need to show up in the ways that are important for wherever we are at the time. And that will change over time. How many times do we see people change careers in their 40s and 50s, Mm. right? Or spend their entire lifetime, adult lifetime, you know, 30 years married to someone and suddenly they're like, actually, this isn't the life I want. And I think we have those moments, people have those moments of massive upheaval and discomfort and changing everything about their lives because they've got so stuck into this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah.
0: And I think we just need to allow ourselves a bit more freedom. I think it was quite interesting when we talk about that in the olden days, such a great saying. Yeah, In the people 80s. Would have, yeah, yeah. People would have <laughs> yeah, but it's actually quite a long time ago now. It's like it's like the 80s was further away than like 2050 is or something like that. I read somewhere, mm. which I was like, oh my god, that sounds like just wrong. But you know, people had jobs for life, you know. Like my dad was a lawyer for his whole, you know, career. People did that sort of stuff. Whereas now, what's really exciting to see, you know, the younger generations is that they're not willing to go with that like when we talk about like the rising of consciousness and the change in the way that people are showing up in the world, I think it's really interesting that we are very much in the middle of the change. Like, you know, our parents' generation were very much, you know, this is, you know, my one job, I'm going to do this, I'm going to behave in a certain way. And that's, you know, that's acceptable. We were very much brought up like that, but we've been fighting against it. And then you've got kind of this next generation who are just like, screw that, I don't want to have a job for life. I want to work, you know, these many hours, I want to do this. And sitting in the middle of it and seeing the sort of The challenge that both sides have of understanding each other, it's it's just fascinating. You know, I hear, you know, my parents, not actually not my parents so much, but people of that generation being like, oh, they don't know that, you know, how can they possibly think that, you know, they should have the right to just, you know, pick and choose a job and that they, you know, don't want to work as hard as we did. And it's just like, well, maybe they've got a point. Maybe you guys got it wrong doing it like that. So it's really Mm. fascinating, like sitting in the middle and seeing how this sort of concept of purpose is changing kind of in front of our eyes and it's great it excites me for our children who you know sort of another generation away like what are they going to be doing (laughs) right I hope that
1: what they do is they spend an entire lifetime exploring and honoring the nudges that they get from the universe and just doing things that light the world and light them up and only the way that they can you know I think that we are fortunate enough to be able to experience parts of that but we've also experienced parts of the other side of it. We are very much in the middle and it's up to us really to honor that shift and help promote that shift in a meaningful way so that our children actually inherit the new consciousness rather than a mix of the two. Yeah.
0: Great. Of- Great place to uh, to probably finish this conversation for now. Like we said, all of the topics that we talk about with sort of talking about such a little part of it, there'll be, there's lots of different angles to come. it. would love to hear your thoughts. If anything that we've said has really resonated, have you agreed with us? Have you completely disagreed with us? Either is absolutely fine. We're just sharing what we think and, and what we think at the moment, and it could all change. Yeah. Next time we could be you know, talking about it from a totally different angle, but that's the joy of being able to have these conversations. It allows us to expand. It allows us to challenge ourselves to question what we believe to be true and then and change what we want. It's all exciting stuff. So thank you very much for joining us. Erin, as always, I just love having these conversations and I can't believe I get to call this work. It's amazing. Thank you for being you and thank you for bringing your amazingness into this world and we will see you next time. Yeah,
1: that's deeply neutral. So thank you. And
0: yes, don't forget
1: to subscribe, to review, and also that all of our socials and the show notes. So please join us. Please you know, engage in the conversation, because like Ellie, this is such an exciting way to do things. And I'm excited oh, to continue. I can see all the emotion there. It's really <laughs> cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will see you all next time. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Shears Wise with Ellie Bell and Erin Hodson. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please remember to subscribe so you can join us next time. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this podcast with your friends. Thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you on the next episode.